Welcome to Tabi Tabi Pod Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Ethan, and this is a bi-weekly podcast about Philippine folklore, mysteries, paranormal stories, and maybe some foreign myths. Welcome back to another episode of Kwentong Kilabot, where I read some of your spoopy submissions related to last week's topic about nightmares. As always, stay tuned at the end of the episode for some announcements. So, let's start the show. This first story comes from Jogo Nyo. I was in high school when I experienced sleep paralysis. I came home one afternoon and took a nap in my room. Then, after a while, I thought I woke up because I can't breathe and move. I felt something hugging me from behind. I was lying sideways. I noticed the arm and it looks dark, like... Very dark, dark as a charcoal. It's so thin as well, like it has no bones, stretching around me and restraining me. I tried to shout, but I can't. I was paralyzed. All I can move is my eyes. I thought I was going to die because the arm kept on squeezing me so tight. Then, I felt the creature behind me move, and then I saw him. He is so dark with red eyes and has a very wide smile. He has what I would describe as a piranha teeth. I was so scared so I cried. It wasn't even dark in my room because I can see him clearly. Then I remembered to move my toe. I tried and it moved. And then the creature disappeared. And I don't know why. I woke up, still in my school uniform sweating profusely it feels like it really happened and not just a nightmare the creature looks like the elemental i saw in the province back when i was a kid this second story comes from leia nicole this was the nightmare of my mom that she shared with me In her dream, she was entering the gate of her high school. From the gate, you can see the stage. There, she saw a priest conducting a homily while there's a coffin in the center. Then, she noticed the corpse slowly stood up beside the oblivious priest. Shocked, my mother carefully walked backwards to escape. Thinking that she has the advantage because she is near the gate, she ran out, but as soon as she did so, People began to panic and jump from the windows. She cautiously looked at the now-standing corpse facing her direction. She just ran and only stopped dead in her tracks when the corpse was in front of her, maybe 10 meters away as if waiting for her. She noticed that the corpse is wearing a barong, a Philippine national dress for men, and there is a handkerchief tied from its chin up to its head. The distance was rapidly closing in. My mother ran as fast as she could towards the school, but to her dismay, the corpse was already there, intently watching her make her next move. She felt terrified and helpless while catching her breath. She says it's like they're playing patintero version of the undead. And then she woke up. This third story comes from Janeline Ocampo. 
I was 18 at the time one of our relatives died. His name was Mang Nelson. He used to be our school service when I was in elementary. Since my dad is an OFW, I saw him as a father figure. I was already living with my grandma at the time of his death. We are set to go to his wake the next day after he died, but the night before, something happened. I was sleeping alone in my room, and I dreamt that someone's dragging me to the edge of the bed, but he's unable to do so. Now, for the record, I always face the wall when I sleep, and I feel a sense of safety when I'm able to touch the wall. I sleep on a queen-sized bed alone in my room. I don't know why, but in my mind at the time, I knew that it was Mang Nelson. I woke up abruptly and realized that I am now at the edge of my bed. And until today, I'm wondering if it was really a dream at all. And this fourth story comes from Gabriel Y. Tenma. Summer vacation of 2018. I was in my hometown province. So here it goes. In my dream, a tall man was wearing a suit with no face, just like Slenderman. The only difference is his body is made of clothes like a ragdoll. He is ordering me to bring him a fresh batch of clothes and I'll deliver tons of clothes to him and hang them on his drawer. Then he'll tell me to splash them with water. After that, he eats all the clothes and I am free to go outside again. In the next scene of my dreams, he sees me talking to my cousin and he got mad. I immediately told my cousin to run. He chased him until we got close to the sea. My father tried to stop him from getting to my cousin but he was unsuccessful. I asked the man made of clothes what can I do to make him stop. He said to kill myself, and suddenly, I'm holding a knife. I tried to slowly put the knife on my stomach but I can't. Then suddenly, we are surrounded by people and they were chanting, Hey, the water is deep enough, why don't you jump and drown? I thought, I can't drown because I know how to swim. I looked at the man made of clothes again. He nodded his head as if to confirm. After that, I didn't even realize that I already jumped on my own. I didn't panic because I know how to swim, but to my horror, I can't move and my body feels so heavy. I sunk fast and landed softly on the bottom and it was dark. I can feel the water and the sand, everything feels so real. I am running out of oxygen. I keep telling myself, this is a dream, wake up, but I can't. Then, stones the size of a soccer ball fell on my back. The people were trying to cover me in stone so that I won't be able to float. I can't breathe, I can feel it, and I can't move. I was so scared of how realistic it is, but I know it's just a dream and I just have to wake up. But no matter how hard I tried, I can't. My vision was getting dark as my lungs hurt and I just gave up. I told myself I'm going to die here, I guess. Just as I was gonna lose consciously, I woke up. But I didn't bolt upwards, no. 
I I think I'm awake, but I can't move my body. Do you know the feeling you get when someone chokes you hard? That's what I felt at the moment. My neck hurts so bad, and I can feel someone choking me hard. After a minute or two, I managed to move my hand, and that's when I opened my eyes for real. I looked at the clock on my table, and it says it's 5am. I massaged my neck because the pain feels so real. I prayed after that, then I went out of my room. My parents are still asleep in their rooms, and it's just the three of us in the house. I'll never forget how I almost drowned and died on my sleep. And that is it for the second episode of Quentum Kilabot. Thank you so much to those who sent their spoopy submissions. If your story didn't make it in today's episode, I apologize. I can only I only choose four submissions to read. I don't want to make it super long because I know I'm not that good when it comes to narrations and stuff. Yeah, but I really do appreciate all the submissions. Thank you so very much. Right, so we've got another podcast recommendation for today. Fans of Japanese folklore, go and listen to Kawabana True Japanese Horror from around the internet. Tara, the host, just hit the 1 millionth total listens on her podcast. She is one of my inspirations when I was just starting and it is a really good podcast so it is very highly recommended. Also, if you would like to support this podcast, please buy me a coffee at www.ko-fi.com slash tabitabipod. So, thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Pod with me, Ethan. Join us next time when we talk about other spooky stories from the Philippines. Bye!